0: Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives.
1: For patients with advanced solid tumors, new treatments in the form of HER2-directed antibody drug conjugates, or ADCs, are emerging. So what are the best ways to manage care and minimize the side effects of these HER2-directed ADCs? This is CME on ReachMD, and I'm Dr. Kathleen Moore.
2: And I'm Dr. Brad McGregor. I mean, I agree, HER2ADCs are here to stay across tumor types, as you have seen from the PAN-indested tumor O2 trial. And we know that interstitial lung disease and pneumonitis are an important adverse so we have to watch out for. You know, about 10% of patients in that trial had some degree of ILD. And if we take a step back and look at this at the broad level, it's really important that we proactively monitor patients for this and treat, hopefully even before they have any symptoms with steroids, because that's going to be the way to maintain dose intensity and density going forward. And that's going to involve a multidisciplinary evaluation with the patient, the treating doctor, and, you know, pulmonology. And to that end, it's going to be important to educate patients on signs symptoms and have them report of any new cough, shortness of breath fever, or other new worsening respiratory symptoms, but equally important, you're going to need to really regularly monitor these patients with CT scans. Now, in the trials, they often imaging is often every six weeks. I don't think that's really practical in the setting. Insurance is going to cover that, but at least every nine to 12 weeks, patients should be undergoing CT scans to include the torso, because if we look at the guidelines overall for Grade two pneumonitis or worse, so any symptomatic pneumonitis, the recommendation is to permanently discontinue the drug. Now, if we have grade one pneumonitis, so that's radiographic evidence without symptoms, that situation where we can think about holding the drug, offering steroids the right situation, if things get better within 28 days, you can actually re-challenge. So to that point, monitoring these patients with or without symptoms is going to be critical to maintain patients on these drugs.
1: I could not agree with that more. We need to keep educating on that point as these drugs become more broadly available to physicians who haven't yet had the experience with trastuzumab deruxtecan. In addition to really paying attention and monitoring for ILD and pneumonitis, there's the more typical adverse events that we just still need to remember when we're using this exciting new class of agents for our patients. Even though this is a directed chemotherapy, so to speak, we still do see toxicities such as common nausea and vomiting. You know, Over 50% of patients will have nausea. The vast majority are grade one to two, but just remember we have to pre-medicate and send patients home with rescue medications. Fatigue is very common. We do see a little bit of low-grade alopecia, so that's important to counsel patients about in case they want to use cold caps, for example. And then we also have to watch for drops in ejection fraction. And so remember to get your baseline, either ECHO or MAGA, and make sure that it's normal heading in, and then reassess every three to four months just to make sure you're not losing any ejection fraction And early consultation with cardiology should this be determined. Brad, any other management tips for use of trastuzumab deruxtecan?
2: No, I mean, I think this really covers a lot. I think this is really timely as we hope this will become more available for a variety of tumors i think the key point here is that you know this requires a collaboration with our patients so educating the patients early on continuously discussing with the patients throughout treatment so that we can identify problems early and intervene early is going to best way to maintain the dose density intensity so we can get the best outcomes for our patients
1: that is such great information to have. Thank you for sharing and for being here today. And thank you to our audience for joining us. This has been CME on ReachMD. Thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Prova Education and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com Prova. Thank you for listening.